Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The numbers told the story. They always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app game, plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all from Bar Canada at the day. Right here in downtown Las Vegas, Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine, so much more than a producer. He's aight. We're just describing you off air. He's aight. I think I'm going crazy today because I thought we were trying to figure out, uh, am I just hearing music louder than normal? Yeah. You know, clearly someone's messing around with it. We figured out during the break. Yeah, we have a, <laughs> we, we thought we had the music thing corralled and maybe not so much right now at this moment. <laughs> I was like, why is it getting louder in my ear? Uh, Jason Weingarten still to come this hour. Paul Carr with his soccer plays. Mike Pritchard here momentarily. First, we get tweets of beating the book. This is from Nevada Azer. This is for you, Kelly. If Chet goes down, oh God, I don't even want to like put that out there. Poor guy. Who's your next two to win rookie of the year? Jaquez, Miller? Yeah, so like I, I do think that there is I'm not making that Chet bet just because there's so much runway in the season left that yeah. there's a lot of things that could happen, but I do think it's one of those two. I, e- even on December 27th, I think it's Wemby or Chet. I wouldn't even consider a bet on anybody else. Kip Heisterman. You, both of those guys would have to get hurt for significant right. periods of time. That's right. Uh, Kip Heisterman, with the way the NFL seems so wide open this year, is there some value on the Rams to win the NFC at 30-1 to 1 with the way they've been playing? Uh, value? Uh, maybe. I, I just can't get there with a bet, though. Um, you know, I just can't. Yeah. They're good. They're not that good to me. Yeah, and I wouldn't be shocked if they pull an upset or maybe even do in the playoffs, but I think ask them to go win the whole NFC's a lot. Palm Readers breaking from Gill. Will Hill. Uh, back in the podcasting game, we should have bet more. Subscribe on your podcasting app of choice. And this is from Eric Berg. Uh, happy holidays and happy new year to the best sports betting show around. Oh, thank you. Thank you for all the information throughout the year. With golf starting back up next week, can you remind us of the name of the golf podcast? Feel like Visa never promotes. Let's go, Long Shots. Let's go, Long Shots. Scarlett just liked it too on Twitter. So Scarlett did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, she likes a lot of things. Oh, yeah, Scarlet. Big fan of the show. Scarlet. Big fan Veronica. of the show. And there's so many Scarlets today. So many, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a slew of Scarlets. It's amazing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he played the game. Number one draft pick of the Atlanta Falcons back in the early 90s, 1991, and a national champion at Colorado, where he played with the great Eric Bieniemy. It's VEASAN's own Mike Pritchard. How you doing, Mike? I'm great. Well, good to be with you, Gil and Kelly. Uh, Eric played with me, by the way. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, as it, you know what? It's so funny. As it came out of my mouth, I thought to myself, "How disrespectful!" Eric played with Mike. <laughs> uh, and let me just say this: I am not like exaggerating that Mike is super humble. Mike was the man on that team. You really were, and you like downplayed, and we love you for that. Um, oh, appreciate it. <laughs> you, you have much to brag and boast about, but you, you choose not to. And, and we do appreciate that. Let me uh, let's start with the game. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked of Drew Dinsick yesterday about the Ravens and the Niners the other night um, to you, having watched that game. 
was your reaction uh we'll give you we'll give a spectrum here was your reaction wow i can see that totally happening similarly in a super bowl matchup uh if not exactly the same but similarly uh, or was it the opposite of, you know what, four picks, two of them batted in the air, one when he got hit, talk about Brock Purdy, uh, yeah. I think it's a one-off. Or was it somewhere in between? Um, I want to say somewhere in between because I think Brock Purdy, and he should respond better uh, if this scenario happens again, because this is like adversity, right? Uh, you never test it until you face adversity. And uh, I've been talking about this all year long about how easy the offense has been for Brock Purdy because of the running game, Christian McCaffrey, and the fact that Kyle Shanahan has been calling uh, an unbelievable game at times, but uh, they met another bully in the alley, you know, uh, and Brock Purdy uh, and, and I'll give I'll give some credit to Cam Newton, even though he took some heat, you know, being a game manager, you, you have to elevate yourself in December and you have, certainly have to elevate yourself in the playoffs in January. Uh, and we'll see if Brock Purdy can do that, meaning becoming a playmaker, uh, whether the play breaks down or the first read's not there, the third read's not there. Do you panic? Uh, are you, do you become susceptible to pressure? I mean, all those things kind of showed up in that game uh, against Baltimore. So. Brock said that. I mean, he knows that he's got to be better. And, and I think the fact that he experienced it uh, in this game in a regular season will help them help him in the playoffs. Baltimore, your number one power ranked team after seeing that game, Mike. It's fluid. It's fluid. Uh, I don't do power rankings because um, the reality of the National Football League uh, and betters know this. I believe that most teams are eight and eight. You know, now that we have 17 games, you can skew it either way. Uh, eight, nine, nine and eight. Right. Uh, but who's going to skew it higher and, and who's going to be consistent that way? I, I think Baltimore has been consistent, uh, but we'll see. Uh, they got a tough matchup uh, the last two weeks, right? Uh, I, I think there's room for other teams to declare themselves the best team or the flavor of the week. I mean, that's how I like to sum up right now in the National Football League. Kansas City's performance against the Raiders. Um and all shout out to Antonio Pierce and the job he's done with the Raiders. But I want right. to focus on the Chiefs, which is, listen, we've only known them to be great. Um, Patrick Mahomes always playing home playoff games. They've hosted five consecutive AFC championships. They've won two Super Bowls along the way. And now they're this. And by this, I mean uh, the defense was, was good this year, was better. Yeah. Uh, maybe not so much here in, in more recent month. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes, but the offense is just a shell of its former self. Do yeah. you do you look at that team? I mean, how many bits of evidence do we need to just sort of accept that this team might not be that good? Are you there with them? Are they Super Bowl caliber? Right. I mean, I, I think they've come back to the pack uh, in terms of not that elite team or not that uh, team that's just incredible or, you know, with Patrick Mahomes leading the way. Uh, they just come back to the pack, kind of like Buffalo. And can they scramble and get out of the pack and separate themselves? You know, that's what I look at Kansas City at this point right now. And the ability to do that, the ability to evolve, I, I think they're running out of options. I, I think they're running out of solutions in terms of how to do that. When they got rid of Tyreek, what did they do? They became a more uh, efficient offense. Patrick Mahomes no longer looking to be the air raid kind of quarterback. He was a pocket guy and he won an MVP and he won a Super Bowl. Uh, but now without a running game, some, some key injuries along the way, defensively good, but not great, not improving like they did last year with those younger players. Yeah, I think they're, they're thought of, at least I'm thinking of them as part of the pack. Uh, and I don't know what they can do in the playoffs to separate themselves from the pack. And we'll, we'll see down the stretch here if they figure that out. Legitimately, how many Super Bowl contenders are there in the NFC Be, beyond the Niners? Do you believe yeah. in the Eagles? Do you believe in the Cowboys? Do you believe in the Lions or anyone else? You know, I, I do under certain circumstances. I mean, you know, the Cowboys haven't proved that they're great on the road. Um, uh, against another really good team, right? I mean, I, I think at times they had a chance to beat Miami. They really did. Uh, uh, but they they start, they got to start proving that. Uh, look at the line now at home against another really good team. Uh, and that's incredible to think about it that way. Um, but they're such a different team. Um, yeah, Right now, th th here's the irony of the situation. I was thinking about this all night and, and, and this morning too. Quarterback play has been not at the high level that we normally expect it to be. But the irony of it all is it's going to come down to the quarterback play. 
I mean, look at Buffalo and Josh Allen uh, and how they're playing. We just talked about Patrick Mahomes. Can he figure it out? Lamar Jackson kind of separating himself as we see Lamar in December and in the playoffs. You normally he's hurt right now. Um, you know, uh, Matt Stafford, he, he could probably will his way through the playoffs at how good he's playing right now. Baker Mayfield. I mean, who would have thought that he would be playing at this kind of level yeah. and helping out Tampa Bay? So the quarterback hasn't mattered all year long in a regular season, but I think the quarterback's going to matter mightily uh, as we approach the playoffs and get through the playoffs. Uh, may I ask a question about the Washington Commodores? Is that allowed on this show? <laughs> you can, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Allowed. That group. All right. That group. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard of this team, this franchise, Mike, but they're called the Washington Commodes. Uh, they just announced moments ago Jacoby Brissett is going to be the starting quarterback uh, for the final two weeks of the season here. Um, you played wide receiver in the National Football League, and I just have so many questions, and there's so many tentacles to this. Um, Sam Howell... For most of the year, the narrative was, you know, really gutsy, a lot of moxie, makes a lot of plays, really can't be blamed because the offensive line has been, you know, tattered, in tatters. Um, and yet, Terry McLaurin disappeared all year. Jacoby Brissett shows up, Terry McLaurin's season sort of begins. I'm just curious, from a wide receiver's perspective, first of all, how does that happen? Is there something to that, uh, or is it just coincidence? And then, what does Washington? What, what is the what is the attitude now, as you see it with the quarterback position? Right now, they've got the third pick in the draft. I didn't think there was any chance they would draft a quarterback. Is that in play now? Well, yeah, it's always in play. It should be. I mean, I think any team out there should look to upgrade any in every position. Uh, it doesn't matter who you have on a roster or who's your coach. Uh, I, the thing about quarterback play or wide receiver is all about rapport. Right. Um, playing with Warren Moon, I had a better rapport with him than, than Joey Galloway did. Or or if you're John Elway, you know, do you have a better rapport with him? Shannon Shepard, an incredible rapport with John Elway. So I, I think as a, as a receiver, you, you got to get into work with those quarterbacks. And, you know, Sam Howell probably had that work done and had that rapport with certain players or players along the way. Uh, but as he got through the season and things got tough, uh, it's because of tendencies, right? It's because of how you play the game. I, I think Jacoby uh, certainly is playing the game differently, presents it a different way too to a defense. Uh, and therefore, he's finding players or giving players opportunities that Sam Howell normally wouldn't do or doesn't know how to do at this point. So to me, it's more about experience uh, and rapport, what you see in practice uh, that, that made a uh, decision uh, for Rivera to be the easy one, I believe, over Sam Howell. Niners have gone from a 13 and a half point favorite at Washington to a 13 and a half point favorite at Washington on the news. <laughs> All right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> not to, not, not to the betting market. It doesn't. Pritch, sure, always sure. a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for the time. My pleasure as always. You guys have a great day. Mike Pritchard, everybody at M I Pritchard on the old Twitter machine or NFC East quarterback news coming down. It will be Terod Taylor getting the start for the New York Giants. Yeah. We sort of figured that one. That whole DeVito thing was fun. Wasn't it? Good times. Good times. More NFL on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? 
I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every NFL or bowl game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. So you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets where the money does not match the public opinion. And we're always improving our betting splits page and recently added soccer betting splits from around the world. How about that? Betting splits, yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com slash splits. It's Perhaps good. even the Belgium Jubler Pro League that's going on today. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Split them bets. Anderlecht versus Cirque Brugru. Okay, probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> we get tweets at beating the book. Incognito better. I jumped on the Flacco thing when it was first mentioned, so I'm sitting on 33-1 to 1 for Comeback Player of the Year, so keep the propaganda coming. I also have a Hamlin ticket and a small bet on Mechie. Jason I don't, get I don't get the Flacco one. I don't. You don't get it? I, no, I get it. I, I agree with Eric Eager completely. Like, that, that is one... That Baker's not getting enough juice. Well, it's, 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 this Flacco story is awesome. It's great. Like, he's yeah. improved the Browns. Baker Mayfield's been doing it all year. Like, this is, I, it's so hard to compare and contrast these. Like, we, we well, keep talking I about I think this Will's best market. point, Will's best point there is it's story of the year. That's really what it should be called. And the DeMar Hamlin story is what has gotten him there, right? It's certainly not a, sure. Certainly not anything beyond right. what a story is, right? He's one tackle, I believe. Um, the Joe Flacco story of being 38, having been, forgotten just on the street anybody could have him you you too jets if you hadn't been so absolutely ridiculous with aaron Rodgers and wanting to appease him um and he, the thing is he's their fourth quarterback and he's so much better than all the three before him mm-hmm. that's a to most people that sounds like a better story than baker mayfield who has you know, just had a really good year for Baker Mayfield at a perfect passer rating a couple weeks ago. Like, yeah. What would well, you ever well, expect? So, like, my point is, though, I feel like everybody that's making every point about Joe Flacco, Baker Mayfield's done for the entirety of an NFL season. No, I know, but that's why I'm emphasizing, but the story doesn't sell in the same way. You understand? I mean, that's that's all it is. Yeah. The that's, story that's doesn't sell. That's garbage. It is garbage, but the whole thing is... I mean, Baker was an outcast last year like Eric's talking about. Uh, Anybody could have had him. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just telling you, who knows? Who, do, I, th- this who market, knows? Man. This market. This is, this is from Nick, Rules for Society. Why can't Hamlin win it next year when hopefully he returns as a key cog in somebody's defense? He, I mean, maybe, maybe he could. Let's, let's worry about next year, next year. I know year. you're chuckling. I, like, yeah. I, that, is, that is absolutely a possibility. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Steven Vegas. If M- MVP, by the way, this is the other thing. People like, there's some people who are like, oh, do we have to talk more about awards? That's all people want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Vegas, if MVP voters will use season long stats after the dust settles, what are the top five quarterback stats to take into consideration? Conventional or advanced? Seems like NFL MVP has become the Heisman eye test in the primetime games and that it's, Lam- and that it's Lamar yeah, we're getting- isn't held up by defense. I'm not sure what he said there at the end. Uh, we're getting some great tweets. These are great. No, tweets. These are great tweets. And, and, to answer your question, no one knows what the criteria yeah. is because you know why? There's 50 different criteria, 
for this. 50 different voters have their own. Again, what was Aaron Schatz's reason for Dan Campbell, for him voting for Dan Campbell? He said, because he's the best mix, in my opinion, of old school and newfangled analytics. Mm-hmm. That's Aaron Schatz's criteria. That's, I, in, I mean, I feel like when we've talked to a lot of smart people in the NFL, like Eric Eager, like Aaron Schatz, who is an actual voter, right? A lot of these guys, throughout the entirety of the season, they have mentioned a lot of the advanced analytics when they're talking about MVP and who they would prefer, right? Or they, who they would look to as a betting option. When I think over the past couple of weeks, the way we've seen odds change week to week, it's not really that. It, it does feel like it's more of a Heisman situation going on of like, oh, this was the big game. Well, that, this just happened. That's 100% right. And that's, a, and that's totally irrational. Like you called garbage the other day. That's, again, should Brock Purdy be the favorite anymore for MVP? He should not be. Should he be 12 to 1? There's no world in which mm-hmm. any voter had him at minus 250 in their head that toggled it to 12 to 1 after that right. game. Correct. It, at this great season, he had this one miserable game. You can't be 12 to 1. And again, with the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, this becomes complicated. And that's why I brought up, and we'll bring it up with Paul Carr because he's a Dolphins fan. If Lamar Jackson has a bad game this week, and Tua has a great game, and Miami beats Baltimore, Miami all of a sudden is in the driver's seat for the number one seed, does Tua automatically become the MVP favorite? a lot of people that love Tua right now. By the transitive property of MVP voting? I mean, this is where, like, it is fascinating because it's, I don't believe that the odds that we're seeing today on the screen right now are reflective of what the voters would actually take into account. But this is what we always talk about with betting on awards. I don't exactly know what the voters are taking uh, into account. You know, we got that do? fair to say you, know you got to do. You got to get all 50 voters on the show next week. It's the only way to know. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, Bruce Dobiggin, Sam. How? Oh, this is a great point. We're just talking about how Jacoby Brissett has been announced as the starting quarterback for the Washington uh, Commodores this coming weekend. Since Sam Howell, leader in the clubhouse for INTs, those holding the ticket suddenly start watching Josh Allen. That is a betting implication of Sam Howell being set. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did maybe put a few bucks on Josh Allen a couple weeks ago in that market. One, one, more, more of a, it was. It was not. There was always a part of that in my thinking, like Sam Howell might get benched or something like that. But more, Josh Allen's just more. He's got to win games. He's going to have to force some throws and stuff like that. And, and I, at the time, they were tied. And I am told Sam Howell cannot throw anymore sitting on the bench. <laughs> exactly. Um, How do you feel about that, by the way? So I, we were the talking benching. a little about this with Pritch, and we were talking yeah. a little off air. I meant what I asked him. The reason I bring it up because it's fascinating. Because Washington, because the Jets came back, the Jets snatched victory from the jaws of defeat from the jaws of victory the other day. So Washington lost, which I was thrilled about at the end because, and then New England upset Denver. So Washington right now has the third pick in the draft currently, next year's draft. And, you know, the assumption was they weren't going to draft a, a quarterback because they had Sam Howell. They got to shore up the offensive line. I figured they'll take the best offensive line, uh, offensive lineman in the draft. Now I'm like, um, OK, that's going to be interesting. By the way, it's Bears via the, the Panthers, obviously, with the uh, Bryce Young traded number one, Cardinals number two um, and the Commodes number three, followed by the Patriots and Giants rounding out the top five as currently constituted. I've always loved Jacoby Brissett, too. So if you're a longtime listener to this show, I used to talk about the year when it, when Andrew Luck decided, remember, it was right up to the cusp of that regular season, and everybody's like, is, is Andrew Luck going to actually play? Like We, we, so got, we got so yeah, deep in that so summer. Like, I don't think he's actually coming back. Jacoby Brissett, people forgot when he started that year, the Colts led in the fourth quarter like three quarters of the games that year. They didn't get home on many of them. And so the Jacoby Brissett thing sort of got washed away. And then he's like career backup. He was in Cleveland. Nobody really thinks of him as this, you know, great quarterback. I'm not saying he's great, but I've always loved him. And yeah, he was playing against different, you know, second string, maybe guys. Maybe it wasn't the first team out there in some of these games. Um, But he did rediscover Terry McLaurin. I'm very curious to see how they play these last couple weeks. Is he what they are going to go with into next year? I don't know that that's the case either, but this might be a little audition, mini audition. I'm thrilled that he's playing. Yeah, we were talking about it off air. I did was lucky enough to cover so many of these guys playing high school ball down in South Florida when I was down there, including Lamar Jackson, Khalil Mack, a bunch of these big names. Jacoby Brissett's one of the most interesting, impressive human beings at the ages of 17 and 18 that I ever encountered. And then, you know, talk, talk to him multiple times in college, too. So I've always been a big fan of his. I just don't, I don't know what the commanders and giants, 
okay, this is the one part of the brain, right? You're screwing up by starting better quarterbacks. Yes. Right? What are you Correct. doing, right? Like from a front office perspective, what are you doing putting in better quarterbacks for these final two weeks of the season than what you got right now when you see where you're at on the draft board? I don't get that part of it. And then from the commanders, I always say this with quarterbacks, it's you got to know – you got to figure out as quickly as possible what you have, right? Because then That's you got to right. throw away the cards if it's, right. if it's bad. You got to muck the cards. And there's no. So, re- have they figured out what they have with Sam Howell? Is that we sh- the way we should be looking at this? Well, the other part of that is this is new ownership. I don't. Ron Rivera is not going to be there a minute after the Good second point. game. Good point. Eric Bieniemy might not be there, which is you know a fall from grace for him at least there. Um, so I don't know. I think you want to see what you have maybe in Jacoby, Brissett, but there's no, there's no risk in them beating the Niners this week. The Niners are going to score a million points on them. Right. So I don't think they have to, in the Commodores case, I don't think you have to worry about that. Um, yeah, but I just, I'm thinking yeah. they're, they're drafting quarterback then. Like, I, I think they're I, looking quarterback. I don't know. If they, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore because maybe they still feel like, oh, no, we saw what we needed to with Sam Howell. We know what, the, what that is, and it's still not fair because he's getting killed. We don't want to get hurt end of season in that situation. Their primary need is offensive linemen above all. Maybe they'll, they, need a, they need a lot of things, and maybe they do need a quarterback, but offensive linemen, they need, maybe they get it in the draft. Maybe they get it in free agency. The other thing is, well, what if you drafted a Marvin Harris? They have so many wideouts, but like the notion of having Harrison on one side and McLaurin on the other, I don't think they do that, but that would be interesting, too. Um, be cool to see Brissett given the chance with those two guys. Television recommendation we were talking about off air. Uh, no, if, you're not not. Wa- if you're not watching the Miami <laughs> Dolphins not. hard knocks in season, it is so great. If, if for nothing else, you realize what an unbelievable hire Mike McDaniel was. Yeah. And how, a, like, what a genius hire and how difficult it is for other teams to come up with a genius hire like that. Was the, was the Marino clip from last night's episode? Or it comes the out latest, Tuesday night, The right? latest one that came out yesterday, the Marino clip, where Dan is getting all these <laughs> accolades and McDaniel's like, we're going to break all your records. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back. Paul Carr, Jason Weigarten on the other side. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN. That's V S I N. The crown is yours. We get texts and tweets. Michael Montesano texting. He says, I'm still convinced that if Puka, Puka Nakua, um, was a first round pick and a household name, he would be even money right now to win it with what happened to Stroud. Yeah, it might be fair. Uh, that could be the same. Uh, same thing with Purdy, right? Same thing like, yeah, yeah. And, and same thing that uh, JVT brought up earlier on the show with Wembenyama and Homery, right? You switch, switch the names. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that's t- but that shows you the flaws of the human brain, it right? It really does, yeah. That we have a prior that exists in Purdy's case he starts as Mr. Irrelevant in Puka Nakua's case he starts as a six round draft pick I believe it was um, fifth or sixth I can't remember uh, and because of that beginning it's sort of like an a it's sort of like the AP college basketball pool at the beginning of the season right or AP football whatever it is right where it's like oh well if you start ranked 18 we can't move you up too quickly right right, right? yeah um, so yeah, uh, we get uh, tweets as well at Beating the Book. Just want to get to uh, everybody who was kind enough to uh, tweet in. Jesse Welch, hey, uh, Kelly, the reason behind Flacco being in the running for Comeback Player of the Year, best story of the year, is because the imagery of him sitting on his couch paying for Sunday ticket and now throwing for 350 a game is just so easy to think about. <laughs> Buddhist man took a break. Oh, this is great. Took a break from yesterday's Texas State Rice Bowl game to listen to the latest episode of Shoulda Bet More from Will Hill and then watched all three Ricky Gervais stand-up specials on Netflix. When I came back to the game, the ref was still trying to figure out that running into the kicker play. <laughs> the run Again, the running into the kicker play. He, w- he was ready to walk off 35 yards of penalty, five for the running into the kicker, and then two unsportsman likes. They, they talked about it. They talked about it. They talked about it. Finally, like after six or seven minutes, I'm like, I cannot believe they're still delayed. And then he came back. And again, I think he attended my bar mitzvah. He goes, <laughs> he goes, uh, sorry, uh, 15, those two 15s are uh, offsetting and they declined the, the running into the kicker. What? What happened? Oh, and the game lasted all day long. And this one from, uh, uh, this one from Mike Rouse. Can we get an over-under on the amount of uh, F-bombs thrown by Mike McDaniel on the next episode? It's true. It's so true, man. <laughs> he is 
such a great, he is such an interesting guy because he doesn't come in the central casting football package, right? He's a very small, slight, nerdy guy who is cursing all over the place and is a bit of a genius. Love it. Yeah, he is. He is entertaining as hell, and I haven't even seen the the new Hard Rocks. Uh, They're a super likable team. Super likable team, starting with Tua, who's just a really likable guy at the helm. Uh, Speaking of very likable, Jason Weingarten joins us from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. You can follow him on Twitter, at Spreadopedia. Jason, who was on the show last week, let's start here, and uh, made a remark about uh, federal employees. Jason, you would like to set the record straight, sir. Yes, yes. Because um, I was I was being quite quite mean about my uh, my postal employees. I love my postal employees. My 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 mailman. He got a nice big tip on Friday. The clerks at the post office. I treat them very nice. Never mean to them. I'm never rude to them. I don't yell at them. My only problem with the post office is with the supervisor at my local branch. She was really rude to me. And I, I, I can tell you the whole story, but, you know, uh, I, I, I got an argument with her last week over, over something where I totally wasn't the bad guy. Totally and then bad. she went and yelled at one of the clerks, oh. this little nice old Asian lady named Miss Kong, who's like my grandma who mails my hundred packages a month. You know, she goes and yells at sweet old Miss Kong. And I'm so upset that I have to go and buy the clerk's chocolate because I feel so bad for them that their boss is yelling at them. I had to go back to the post office and say, I'm sorry, this is how your supervisor treats you. Wow. You know? So the guy who flipped me off telling me that, that I'm a jerk for for how I treat the postal people, that hurt my feelings because I'm very nice <laughs> to the post office people. I spent a lot of money you know, buying and selling and shipping stuff online every month. I can't do my other job without the postal service. Right. So it, it bummed me out to see somebody flipping me off. And then, then uh, Saturday, my mail doesn't show up. Like the, po- the, 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 the weekend mail guy just decides not to, to deliver my mail on s- Saturday. And my girlfriend, she says to me, she goes, wait a minute, you don't actually think this is like a conspiracy against you because of what you said on Gil's show. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, it did cross my mind, but <laughs> honestly, it's the day before Christmas. It's 4.57. Uh, you know, I looked at the tracking. I know the mailman just went home. Like, it was it was the day before Christmas, 5 o'clock. You're a federal employee. I'm not, I'm not staying past my job either. But um, no, so the guy who flipped me off, it was, you know, I, I, I hope you guys weren't, weren't pulling my mail back last week because okay i literally got like 30 packages yesterday a day in the life <laughs> okay they were all backed up a day in the life of jason like, Weigard. my door and there was a pile of packages that just <laughs> fell you know it was uh, anyway so that'll yeah, that'll very nice to postal employees don't, okay don't don't reroute my mail across the country please and don't mess with little miss kong she she do not mess with her because jason's got her nice old lady yeah literally has to beat my my handwriting a hundred times a month when i bring in the packages i i'm I'm very nice to the clerk all right i'm never the record has been set straight. So all the Twitter hate. I like there's the. I can picture the clerk like Brad though off to the side, who's like, "Man, this guy's in here again. Like he's been here three times today. What's going on?" Jason, no, I only I only do one I only do one trip a day. But uh, no, there's people. You know, there's people that come in there with like garbage bags full of packages. Me, I only have like. Three, four, five at a time usually. Jason, just have a camera follow you around all day. I'd watch that. I'd, I'd watch, watch it that, every yep. day. I'd I really would. I hear Jason's go to the post office. What could go wrong here? <laughs> see what see what goes down at the local branch. Uh, what do you bet week seventeen of the NFL so far? Packers. Packers plus two versus the Vikings. Uh, I think I bet the Rams minus six versus the uh, versus the Giants. Let's see. I could pull up. I got a, I got a couple more games I bet yesterday. Um, this last weekend, did you did you kind of think the games were a little like like the players didn't really want to be out there on Christmas? I kind of got that vibe. Yeah, oh, you're talking about Christmas 16. Day itself? Yeah, a lot of people yeah. have come to that. 
Yeah, a lot and of people. Anyone? A lot of people are going with the home team theory that they had a lot to deal with, and so they they played poorly. Oh yeah, you got to wake up and deal with your kids on Christmas. You don't yeah. get to sleep in. You know, I, I totally buy that. That's that's a totally valid yeah. uh, betting angle. Um, let's see, my other bets. Did you notice, by the way, it didn't look like the Patriots were actually trying to win at the end of that game. Like they were totally content oh. to play for overtime. Yeah. Bill Belichick wanted to go like, to overtime. Oh, damn. I got to win this game. Sean, Sean Payton wouldn't let him though. You know, yeah. I, I joke about that, but I think Sean Payton did the right thing. Calling those timeouts. It just backfired on him. Sometimes it doesn't work out, you know? Yeah. It didn't work out, but yeah. uh, I, I just thought it was weird. Cause you could tell Bill in the back. It was, it was the moment where we're kind of being the GM and the head coach kind of, kind of, that's right. You know, the Bill, the GM was not happy with Bill, the coach right there. Right. And then there's also Bill, the guy who might not be there next year, who was like, I don't care about either of you two guys. I'm going to do what yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh, I think he's, I think he's going to be the chargers next head coach. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. But yeah. So, so you're asking other games. I laid 12 with the bills and five and a half with the Broncos this week. Oh, you did two lay the favorites. five and a half with the Broncos. Okay. Yeah. I got three favorites and a dog with the Packers Two. Giving me plus two with the Packers, I feel like I'm going to be taking that all uh, all week. Okay. Um, can you imagine like Jason going into the bank for instead of using the ATM, he goes to the teller, he goes, "I'd like twenty dollars," and see what happens. We see what uh, goes I down. The bank. <laughs> I, I, do, I, I do usually I do usually go and do the teller sometimes because like, if I have to, I don't want to like deposit a large check in the machine. Oh, okay. Just you just check it. Uh, do we still have the slips? Like, do you get a fill out slip? Deposit slip. Yeah, Jason does know. all that. <laughs> he does all that. We, uh, we should uh, that be a, a Visa special following around Jason. It would it would be a, a wonderful show. Visa plus plus exclusive. In the federal office. It'd be, like, it'd be like being John Malkovich. That's right. Malkovich. I could be in the background. I'm so bored. Get me out of here. <laughs> uh, any college football bowl plays from you, sir? Not much. Um, when I when I am betting the bulls, I'm basically just kind of betting the overs. Uh, what's it called? USC today, I think. Yeah, I'd be surprised if anyone really plays defense in the holiday bowl down there in San Diego. Uh, this is another one of those neither team really kind of wants to be there sort of deals. Uh, I did bet the Rams to win the uh, the NFC. Ooh, week, there it is. What I, I wanted to throw out a future there. I think I think there's a not so crazy scenario where they can beat the Lions in the first round, and then they're only two games away from a repeat uh, a repeat trip to the Super Bowl. You know how excited that would make me. Yeah, I know it would. And I'm with you on the Lions thing. I don't know about beyond that, but I'm with you on the Lions thing. You know, that that is definitely in play, and that would be the matchup if the playoffs were to begin right now. It is by the way, likely to still be the matchup uh, two weeks from now if things play out uh, accordingly. I yet. just keep I just keep thinking about that deer in headlights look Jared Goff had in the Super Bowl, and it's a big game. You look over on the other side of the field. There's your old head coach. There's the old Lions quarterback. I'm just going to look over, and I have no confidence in Jared Goff to yeah. rise to the occasion. He's got nothing between those ears, honestly. Yeah. And there's Puka Nakua as well. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it as always. Thank you. Uh, fun, fun day. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for letting me. Paul Cardex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Why don't you get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests? You also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand for VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $9.99 at VSIN. Com slash subscribe. I'm not going to read through tweets here, Kelly, but I do want to read one from Mike Rose at On Point Wagers, who says, I work for the post office and all I listen to all day is VEASAN. How about that? There you go. Yeah. Well, I hope Jason, uh, hope Jason made amends there. Jason might be right. There might be a, uh, just a big group text message going on across the nation. Paul Nelson. FYI, as a retired mailman, there's no 9 to 5 at Christmas time. I've worked as long as 14 hours. That would be 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. I enjoyed guessing lines on Christmas Day. Thank Boom, you. Boom, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then NCI95 Gambler, he said, I didn't know people still went to the post office, but very entertaining. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, we, Kelly and I were talking about this off air, because Kelly, describe how you are when you get into these situations where you're I standing just, in line. I have no patience. I'm still a child. Like, if it's the DMV, the post office, I mean, even if it's the mall, right, which I haven't been into a oh, mall in forever, stand, can't right? Can't stand a mall. But there's like this boredom, rage, anxiety that just washes over me, and I'm like counting the seconds to when oh, I can get out of there this is so relatable. and continue my life, yes. and it's just... What? So if I ha- if you had to do we don't we won't rank them. Is there one of those situations that is the worst of the worst? I don't no, I don't know. They're, they're they're all comparable because your your fate your fate and your time is in someone else's hands, right? The shopping ball I'll take out, right? Because that yeah. one you can be like, all right, get all a right. list, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Let's pot this out. Or you can stop or at any do, point. Yeah, you can stop at any yeah. point. But like DMV bank situation, whatever, that's out of your hands. You just got to sit there. DMV, even with an appointment here, you just have to sit there and take it. Uh, it's, I don't know if I talk, talked about it on air last, uh, but this past, like nine months ago, I had a situation where I had to go to the DMV three times, and it got finally got settled with the last guy just being like some laid back dude who was like, wait a second, they had a problem with this form like the first two times. He's like, it looks good enough to me. Stamp, you're good. And I'm like, wait, so I came back two more times. And I didn't even need that. I didn't even need to because I think Jason said it once. It just dep- it's amazing. Depends on the mood of the person that day, how much they can affect your life. But it's, but it's not only the it's not only the employee though. It's also what do the people in front of you? What is the nature of their business? Oh, totally. Yes. So, like at a post office, if you're behind the guy that wants to send twenty five different sized packages to wherever, you just have to sit there and be like, oh my god. Yeah, like whoever's behind Jason. Every day. God right. bless that person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Paul Card joins us. I don't know if that's an artful segue. He's in Topeka, Kansas. Uh, comes to us via Alexander Graham Bell's wonderful invention of the telephone today. Uh, you can follow him at True Media Networks, or not on Twitter, at, at Twitter, at Paul Carr, but he works for True Media Networks and is the host of the Expected Value Podcast. How you doing, Paulie? I'm good. I've been waiting in line at uh, Lego stores here in Kansas City today. But, oh. uh, the rage is dialed down. I'm just kind of, I'm just going with the flow on this. Well, I know I have no control. It's completely out of my hands on this. So we're going to just roll with it. Well, the kids are around. You got to tamp it down. You got to yeah, do yes, it for the kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that too. Yeah. You got to be a good example or something. Or, or something. <laughs> uh, before you get to your Premier League picks, uh, you are a Miami Dolphins fan. So I do yeah. want to ask you about this. The 
you know, we were just talking about the the transitive property of this MVP market. You see a scenario. I think you agree with sort of the one I was spelling out earlier, where if things go a certain way, Tua becomes the favorite. You see that? I mean, I, I just I've just been staring at the odds the last day or two, just kind of running through the scenarios in my head. And if the Dolphins beat the Ravens, and if they beat the Bills, these are obviously two sizable ifs. But if it, if those two things happen, you can pretty much assume Tua is playing at least decently and probably well in one or both games. Dolphins are going to be the one seed in the AFC. It seems like you look at him now, he's about plus a thousand most places. And if you want to, you know, parlay the two wins for the dolphins from those two games, you're going to come around like plus four fifty ish kind of depending on where the Bills line ends up. Seems like a reasonable flyer to me that, you know, if they beat the Ravens, Lamar probably isn't playing well. And it it seems like a, a decent price for almost kind of a, as you say, a proxy for something else happening. In this case, those two wins in the last couple of games. Yeah. And I listen, I, I think you're a hundred percent right about what the market will reflect. Is it true reality? Who knows? Right. Cause we don't yeah. know. Yeah. We don't know what the 50 people are yeah. thinking, but the 50 voters right. are thinking, but yes, as far as the market is concerned, I think you're logically correct. You know, if, if this yeah. is what we've seen, like if, if, yeah, well, because Dak had a bad game, right? Or Dak didn't get it done against yep. the Dolphins, so he all of a sudden became yep. eliminated. Now, Purdy, one right. bad game, becomes eliminated, quote-unquote, in terms of what the market suggests. So, yeah, by what you're saying, that makes perfect yeah. sense. By the way, how do you feel about your Dolphins after that, eking out that win against the Cowboys? Are they legit, I mean, legit to win a Super Bowl, yes or no? I mean, yes, in the sense that, look, they're one of the, what, six, maybe six best teams or so in the league? and two to three best teams in the AFC. So just kind of by default, yes. Um, as a Dolphins fan, am I still convinced that anything can go well for that long? Not really. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you have to say they're a contender just based on where they are and, and what the situation is. Yeah. But like, like you said, they could also be on the road in the first round of the playoffs. And be done so. Who knows? It, it really yeah. is. What a, what a great season in terms of really not knowing anything like anything is possible at this point yep. uh, with two weeks left yep. in the regular season okay let us segue to the premier league picks uh, how'd we do last time with your three last, oh, we had a rough weekend last weekend we lost all three of them Ooh. uh two of them pretty close but uh How's don't this? necessarily feel bad about the picks but nothing played out and that, that brought me a little bit into the red for the year so far okay so into the red now all right um yeah. Let us reboot, if you will. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, what do you got? You got a you got a total here to kick things off. Of course you do. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, we got games almost every day this week with the the holiday season over in England. So all three of these are today. I'm going to start with Chelsea Crystal Palace today. Over two and a half goals. I got a minus one ten. Uh, Chelsea games have been you know fairly wide open all season. Second most in total expected goals this season. Six of the last eight games have had three plus goals. Another one easily could have. Both teams have injuries. This is kind of going to be a recurring theme. I mean, really for almost every team this time of year, but both are dealing with injuries. But Chelsea did, did get uh, Christopher Nkuku back. He's supposed to be their big gun up top. They got from RB Leipzig. He came back from injury last week, scored against Wolves. So I think they may be a little more coherent in attack. Uh, and Palace, again, has not been as defensive as they have been in recent years. They've opened things up a little bit. So I think we're going to get goals here. It could be kind of sloppy game, but I think we'll get at least three goals. So over two and a half at minus 110. By the way, just anecdotally, you're just breaking even or just a, t- a tick below even on the season is better than yeah. I'm hearing some other uh, experts are doing this year. Um, okay, then you have a play in the Brentford-Wolverhampton match. What do you got here? Yeah, kind of playing the hits a little bit here in the sense that you know, I've been on Brentford a lot of the year. Their underlying numbers have been better than their actual numbers all season. But just look at the, the standings. Wolves is in 12th, Brentford's in 14th. But you look at just as simple as goal difference, and Brentford's even, and Wolves is at minus seven, which I think is a more accurate reflection of how good these teams are because uh, the underlying numbers favor Brentford even more in that sense. Again, Brentford's dealing with some injuries, which is why I think you can get a decent price on this. Uh, I got a Brentford win at plus 100 last night. I saw plus 115 this morning, so you know I may have the, the bad end of that there. But anything even money or better I like on Brentford, just a, so a smart, patient team. They take really good shots on the whole. Wolves defensively tends to give up good shots so far this season. So as simple as take the better team at home, I'll do that getting plus money on a Brentford win at even money or or better, I think you can find. All right. I don't think this qualifies as a take the better team play. Everton and Man City, you're going the other way on this. I mean, if I wanted to get, you know, 
really going to galaxy brain. Maybe I can make the case that Everton's better than Man City right now, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, but this is a really good spot for Everton. Uh, we've talked about how the table lies here. So Everton is in 17th place, but they had a 10-point deduction for violating some financial fair play rules. Uh, give them those 10 points back, and they're in ninth place, which is really at least where their numbers suggest they should be, maybe even a little bit higher uh, this season. City's in fifth place, though, you know, again, that's a little deceptive because they have a game or two in hand on everyone in front of them. Uh, Narrative-wise, they're coming back. City is from Saudi Arabia, where they won the Club World Cup on Friday, and they're coming back and playing five days later uh, in England. So I think that's a challenge. Erling Holland is out. Kevin De Bruyne is out. So you know they're not playing how they want to play because you can't replace Erling Holland, even with a talented guy like uh, Julian Alvarez. Uh, you just can't do it. It's a diff- different kind of player there. So Cities hasn't been clicking for a while. They have well, one win in their last six games, I think it is, in the Premier League. And Everton has been playing pretty well. They've been going toe-to-toe with just about everyone. They're very dangerous on the counterattack, which should let them take advantage of City's you know, four center backs they essentially deploy. So I like Everton getting half a goal, plus 150, or the double chance is what you'll see some books call it. It's the same bet. So Everton win or tie at plus 150 at home against Man City. I think this will be a fun one. And all of these games are today, correct? All of them today? Yeah. Okay. Yep, we got three today. They don't care what day it is during these two weeks. They're about the only league in Europe that's still going. But lots and lots of games this week in England. Chelsea Crystal Palace over two and a half. Brentford to beat Wolverhampton and Everton uh, getting a half a goal versus Man City. Paul, enjoy. Good luck with all the bets. Thank you. Same to you. All car, everybody. Check out the Dolphins uh, in-season hard knocks. I recommend it. We've done all we can do. Best bets is next. Enjoy from VEASAN. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, Tanner girl, go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.